movies are filled with subliminal messages. And you say, oh, that's a hoax. I've seen it with my own eyes. When I was so we black, family. We black. We black. And, um... So I I I I I I talked about this um the movie the the plot where they um you know clone Hitler. I I you know I touched on that. So now I want to discuss um we're on the Yuri Makrama app. I want to discuss How do I say this? Let's just call it the Pedo Disney organization. How does it fit into the Hitler stuff? We will see. They literally made like you see, you don't make you don't make propaganda of your enemy in favor of your enemy. Do you understand what I'm saying? Russia is not going to paint the United States as like, you know, like peaceful hippies. They're not, but you know what I'm saying? Like you don't paint the propaganda of your like you see the propaganda that they painted of us during slavery up to today like you know look at it there's still propaganda on tv now oh we're, we're, we're gay we're this we're that you know like man it, it there's so many i don't want to go into all of them now but you don't paint propaganda of someone you hate in a loving manner i don't know people don't do that okay and so y'all skeptics are out of your minds and so let's get let's get right into it Right into it. Tell you what's the worst part about television is the is the. Hold on. The programming, the philosophy. Okay. I mean the the manipulating of your mind, the philosophy. They made a story called the story of Hitler's children. Disney. So you don't make shit of Hitler if you like. Why are you making? painting relatively positive pictures if this is your enemy that's my question that's where my that's where my you know brain is at right now like i'm just questioning why make this not even the message why make it at all the the the, the mentality that the system of thinking the ideology that's what's wrong with television that's what's wrong with movies. that's what we're gonna discuss we're gonna go from the disney cult pedophilic cult um, you know, we're gonna, we, we should, um, I should definitely upload in season three, episode two or so, um, where Pharaoh went in and I'm gonna show my own research about the CIA connection to Disney and how CIA helped Disney get his land for all the parks and shit like that. And, you know, obviously there was people living there before that, you know, what happened to these people? And so... Yeah, and 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 we're gonna go from that to the, the cabal because it, I'm 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 just I'm connecting dots. I'm gonna be your pineal gland. I'm gonna connect the dots, and you tell me if you see the picture. You know those books as a kid where you draw from one to a hundred and ten, and then you you know do you see the picture? That's what that's what we're doing today. Okay, let me be your eyes. You're really getting in your head. Take, for example, Walt Disney, right? And many people that will preach against the TV, they'll preach against the movies, they'll preach against Hollywood because it's obvious that that stuff is bad. But then they'll say, well, but we watch Disney movies. And I've been to the home of preachers and Christians who would never watch TV or the movies, but yet they have the whole library. 
of the Walt Disney movies. You know those white plastic cases? And they have them all lined up. And I mean, they have tons of them lined up. Of course, I don't know how many there are, but there's hundreds of them. And they have them lined up and, and lined up. And they have their kids watching those movies all day long. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to prove to you right now that those movies are wicked. What? Disney movies? Come on. You're crazy. They're rated G. Well, let's see. First of all, did you know this? Did you know that Disney movies are filled with subliminal messages? Subliminal messages. Now, we're talk what are we talking about tonight? Sorcery. What are we talking about tonight? Uh, getting inside your mind and messing with you. Uh, controlling your thought process by... by uh, supernatural means or demonic means or hey i'm gonna tell you something disney movies are filled with subliminal messages and you say oh that's a hoax i've seen it with my own eyes when i was a teenager i had a friend of mine send me down at his house and show me the subliminal messages in the disney movies they're filled with subliminal messages let me give you some examples the lion king filled with subliminal messages okay all throughout the movie there are pornographic pictures hidden in the movie like you'll be watching the movie and just for a few seconds something filthy will come on like off to the side there'll be some kind of a you know reproductive anatomy will, will pop up you know over here and then and then over here there's this one point where the lion you know he he kind of goes like like this and a cloud of dust comes up and just spells the word sex and the word sex is is put in the lion king movie subliminally literally hundreds of times Hundreds of times, the, 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 the shapes on the screen will spell the word. And I've seen it. I mean, I had my friend sit me down at his house and pausing the movie, showing me the word S-E-X popping up on the screen at different times because he knew where they were. And he would show me these things. Another one. Uh, and they all are filled with it. You know, Aladdin is another one. In the movie Aladdin, uh, there's, a, there's a part in the movie where the guy, the, what's his name, Aladdin? There's a point in the movie where he tells Jasmine to take all her clothes off. But you don't even know it unless you know it's there. You listen to it and he mumbles it kind of under his breath. Leave me alone. So how's our little bow doing? So how's our little bow doing? Oh, he says, come on, something, take off your clothes. That's very creepy. Let's hear that again. And I mean, once you know it's there, you hear it just as clear as day. But you didn't know that it was there, you wouldn't hear it. And that the Little Mermaid has a, a filthy picture drawn in the cover on the front of the Little Mermaid. And nobody would realize it until somebody shows you and says, look at this. And you look at it, whoa! And all throughout the movie there are scenes, I'm not even going to describe some of the scenes of The Little Mermaid, where subliminal messages are coming on the screen. Uh, the, the other movie, uh, Beauty and the Beast, there, you know, a nude woman pops up a few times in the background of Beauty and the Beast, filled with subliminal messages. 
your kids are watching it and their mind is maybe not even seeing it, but it's going into their subconscious. Words flashing on the screen over and over. S-E-X, S-E-X, S-E, you know, nudity, uh, uh, filth, this, all the smut is just coming on the screen. Come on. Oh, those movies are harmless. They're filled with subliminal messages. Who knows what your kids are being for real? Oh, but you know what? I'm sure that it's only just the Disney movies. I'll guarantee you it's the rest of Hollywood probably doing the same thing. And these Disney movies, at first when I was a teenager and somebody showed me this, I thought it was just a couple movies, a couple scenes. But you know, as time has gone on, I've realized that virtually every Disney movie is packed with hundreds of subliminal messages to program the, the minds of your children. Okay, but then forget the subliminal message. Just the message of the Disney movies is perverted. Even if you just forget the subliminal message. I mean, forget, what, what movies did we bring up? The Little Mermaid. You know, a half animal, half human being. And that's perverted in and of itself. All throughout the Bible, every false god is a half animal, half human being. They're constantly merging of animals and human beings. It's paganism. It's, it's wicked. And yet every Disney movie is pretty much based on the merging of a human being with an animal. It's described in the Bible. And, and uh, the, the movie The Little Mermaid, you know, she's topless the whole time, right? She's just wearing like a bikini top. How is that? Is that how you want your daughter to dress? Is that, oh, but there's no cussing. There's no nudity. Do you want your daughter going around in a bikini top? Is that modest apparel? Is that what Jesus Christ would have you to wear, ladies? No. The movie's filled with Satanism, witchcraft. There's some, what is it, Ursula, some witch that's casting spells and, and using sorcery and demonism. Oh, pretty innocent, right? All of them are filled with it in, in the movie Beauty and the Beast. Uh, the whole first half of the movie is these, these prostitutes in the town that are dressed just half naked, dancing around, you know, admiring this guy, the big, strong, handsome guy. But all these girls are dressed indecently. They're, 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 they're obscene in their gestures, subliminal messages. And then the whole movie is basically just exalting a certain physical standard of appearance. Beauty and the Beast is a movie about a woman who falls in love with an animal. And in the movie, they keep acting like, well, he's just ugly. He's not ugly, he's an animal. But there's a difference between being ugly and being a beast, being an animal. And if you've seen the, if you've seen the cartoon, it's an animal. It's like a dog. It's like a big dog man. Or I mean, it's clearly an animal, and yet she falls in love with him while he's an animal. You know, only when she kisses an animal does he become a human being. Oh, wow. And you say, well, what's wrong with that? Read the Bible sometime. Hey guys, it's Jared. I pray this video shed light on the satanic, Luciferian, Illuminati indoctrination of our children through subliminal messages in Disney movies. I understand that you may not believe this, but when you look into who's making these movies and you see the fruits of their labor, it all makes sense. Walt Disney was a Freemason obsessed with the occult and used his movies and his theme parks as a tool to indoctrinate the public into his beliefs. Club 33 in the Disneyland parks is symbolic of the 33rd degree of masonry. This symbolism is also put into the Disney movies. In the Dumbo movie, after getting drunk, Dumbo and the rat have lucid dreams that contain satanic, luciferian, and illuminati symbolism. Disney also displays its corrupt satanic agenda through programming of their idols 
They introduce innocent stars that slip under parents' radar and build up a fan base. As the idols get older, they corrupt them and send them on a crash course in a dragnet plot to drag some of their fans down with them. Examples of this are Miley Cyrus, Britney Spears, and Christina Aguilera. I know the 666 in the Disney name is hard for some people to accept, but it's not Walt Disney's signature, as many believe. It is a made logo, and even as a kid, I remember thinking the logo looked odd. It didn't look like any D I had ever seen. The Y doesn't even look like a Y, and the squiggly above the I are all part of a hidden mark of the beast symbolism. Think about it. This mark is on everything Disney, and as if to affirm its importance, and the Mark of the Beast promotion, on many Disney stores, Mickey's head is made with the same 666. If you still think it's a stretch, then you're probably comfortable with the hand-scanning technology they are implementing for VIPs to enter their park and access their rooms. It is a forerunner for the RFID Mark of the Beast technology. They are getting the people ready. All these plots are satanic in nature. If you understand the Masons, Illuminati, and the times that we're living in, it should all be obvious to you. Okay. Okay. Before it gets deleted. Before this video gets deleted. Otherwise, I, I would have played the, um, are the Cabal really aliens? Because that's the main topic today. We're continuing on. So, but look, look into that, um, look into that. Remember I told you, you don't make propaganda. Mm -hmm. Why are they your enemy if you're making Dora and Diego type shit about them? That doesn't make sense. That's not an enemy. Enemy is someone you hate, someone you want to see down. You want your foot on their neck. You don't want them to breathe. Not even to say mama and all that bullshit. Nigga talking about he can't breathe, but yet the nigga can speak words. How do you speak words? Doesn't air come out when you speak words? Doesn't Don't you breathe air? Every time, in and out, just like I just did when I opened my mouth to say all that I just said up until this very point, I was breathing while I was saying it. So, let's just continue, man, because that's just too much. So, in April 2016, UK Member of Parliament Kev Ken Livingstone made some regards regarding Hitler and Zionism that got him into trouble. Let's hear what that nigga had to say. When Hitler won his election in 1932, his policy then was that Jews should be moved to Israel. He was supporting um, Zionism, and his boy went mad and ended up killing six million Jews. Okay. Was bombarded with accusations of anti-Semitism, Ken Livingstone. The Zionist lobby that have British politics in a chokehold were quick to make an example out of Ken Livingstone. Racist. Oh, in 1932, Dachau concentration camp in his first 50 days, 
the rich purity laws in his first hundred days, and you dare say, you dare say that Hitler's supporting Zionism. I hope you. I'm just gonna let you know blatantly, family. What that nigga's saying is a lie. Hitler wait, didn't. Hitler waited a long time. He waited no less than 12 months. But I'm gonna do further research to further verify my claim. So then niggas talking about 60 days. Nigga, Hitler was kicking it up, sipping tea, cause he did not drink sipping tea in the first motherfucking 60 days. Fuck is you talking about? Nigga was drawing up plans with his generals. How we, what we saw, what we finna do. What's the motive? What's the plan? Just like how you get together with your niggas today. What's going on? What are we dealing with? What's the motive? What's the plan? What are we dealing with? You know what I'm saying? It's no different. So that nigga's lying. And that nigga's a paid, probably paid by, you know, some Rothschild Jews or some shit like that. Even though Hitler was a fucking one of them. But one of the royal, he was, Hitler was royal family. Just like Napoleon. Um, but we're not gonna, yeah, just like Napoleon, but we're not gonna go into that, um, let's, let's You know nothing about it, you know nothing about what Hitler did in 1932. Dachau concentration camp in his first 50 days, the race purity laws in his first 100 days, and you dare say, you dare say, that Hitler's the point Zionism. You've lost it, mate, you need help. You need help. You need help. Factually wrong. Factually wrong. Racist remarks. Go and check your history. That's the history. That was the policy they ran on. You, 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 you have lost it. Germany to Israel. You have lost it. Is it true? Or you have lost it. You read the Nazi policy. Yes. You read Mein Kampf. Yes. What did Mein Kampf say about Zionism? I mean, Mein Kampf. What did Mein Kampf say about Zionism? It was a mad Zionist, anti-Zionist. He wanted to kill all Jews. But his policy in 32, when he won that election, was to deport Germany's Jews to Israel. And the Zionist movement had secret meetings with his administration talking about that. In, 19, in, 19, in, in, 19, in 1932, yeah. coming in, the first thing he did was set up Dachau. The second thing he did was bring the race purist laws targeted as the state Jewish businesses. We all agree on that. Jewish Why businesses. are you denying what he also ran as the policy in 32? That wasn't Hitler. Wait, wait, you're, 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 you're losing it. You're, you're losing, losing it. it. You're, you're losing it. it. Yes, but I mean, would people be angry if I said we were invaded by the Normans in 1066? You can't deny historical fact. But those corridors are Zionist. inexcusable and you should no longer say that. As your it's a calculated lie. Budget, it's a calculated lie. 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 a calculated lie. It's 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 a calculated lie. Was being taught a lesson by the same people he was speaking out against. That well, yeah, this guy news. You've just been suspended for another year. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I mean, well, as I'm not seeking to return to Parliament or stand for the local council, it doesn't make a great deal of sense. So it's quite lenient because you were expected to be expelled, weren't you? Well, I, mean, I felt the whole thing was like you know sitting through a court in North Korea. I mean, <laughs> no one was listening to anything we were actually saying. And we still come back to so the basic... So you feel like the court, how, they how have, they've tried to be on the first Hey ho! Hey ho! Hey ho! Hey ho!
Well, because I did the Vanessa Phelps interview, and I suppose that is a crime against humanity. Um, and also in defending Nash Chan, saying she wasn't anti-Semitic. Um, but uh, they dropped all the charges that I'm anti-Semitic. Well, I said I hit was a Zionist, all that nonsense. Did they say you brought the party into this recruit, and that was the reason for the year? Yeah, that, that's basically the, 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 the logic behind all and this. And do you accept that? Do you accept no, I mean, there's an issue here that matters. Should someone be disciplined for stating a historical truth? And I think that's really important. I'm not going to make an immediate decision, we've got to sit around and, and think about this for my lawyers. Can I ask you a quick question? Are you angry about the decision that's been made today? How do you feel about it? I would have been angry if I'd been expelled, but, you know, I mean, I don't think anyone expected this result. And that's the simple reality of it. So okay. what next for you? I know you're considering your options. But well, I mean, feeling like on the assumption I was going to be expelled, we are planning an immediate judicial review. I think it's still a question that hey, no one should be suspended what? for stating the truth. A, a lot of I, mean, I mean, let me just finish. I mean, I've been suspended for stating the truth. Labour MPs who tweeted that I was anti-Semitic, I'd said Hitler was a Zionist, I uh, said, you know, the, the uh, uh, Nazi apologies, all that. No disciplinary action against them. I think that's a double standard that's unacceptable. MPs can't be treated differently from ordinary party members. Ken, LBC, you spent almost 50 years as part of the Labour Party. You just about stopped short of committing career suicide. You've had a long time to say sorry, a long time to put things right. You've been found guilty of bringing the party into disrepute. Are you ready to say sorry now? I mean, if I'd said Hitler was a Zionist, I would say sorry. So I still no apology. Still no apology. You, you can't apologise for telling the truth. I mean, you, you can't my, you, you, my problem is, when I left school, I spent eight years as a cancer research technician. I worked with scientists who talked to, you, you know, you've got to find the truth. I, then I moved into politics and those aren't the basic rules. So you you dispute your version of the truth. Will you apologise for the offence that people say you've caused? I apologise for the offence caused by those Labour MPs who lied and said I said Hitler was a Zionist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm now going to... But hang on. Hang on, I can't hear you all at once. You have upset people. No, can I just tell you, in the, the weeks after my suspension, I couldn't walk down the street Hundreds and hundreds of people stopping and saying, we know what you said is true, don't give in. Two occasions in the month, people said, you know, we think you're wrong, you're anti-Semitic. But most people know the truth. And this is the end of this matter. Will there be any further court action? Is this the end of this matter now? No, I, I need to think about that because I do think it's important that the Labour Party should not expel or suspend people for telling the truth. I came into politics. I mean, can you find anything in my past where I didn't say the truth? That's what's important. Okay, what did the NCC actually say to you? What did they actually say to you? Well, they, they, they said that well, because of my long history of contribution to the party, they were going to suspend me for another year. The Labour Party in the UK is in shambles due to interference from Zionist entities working to disrupt British politics and push out any politician that questions Israel and its policies. Just like America. Just like America. A recent undercover report by Al Jazeera exposed these running, cunning Zionist groups. They bribe members of parliament and make sure Israel will never be questioned and spoken of negatively. Oh, also, we're going to do an episode. I don't know if, I don't know if Pharaoh's going to do an episode, but I'm going to take it upon myself. I ain't going to wait upon you know, 
niggas to make my moves or anybody to make my moves. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I found proof, what looks like proof. You know, I yet to run the bitch through a Photoshop thing, but I don't think it's Photoshopped. It looks, I don't think it's Photoshopped. And so, yeah, Jeffrey Epstein's alive. But, um, you know, I'm, I remember I touched on it a little bit when we talked, said he, it was a CIA extraction. It was a CIA distraction for a CIA extraction. Trademarked, remember, you know, trademarked, definitely trademarked. And so, yeah, so that's going to be, we might do that season three, episode one, because, yeah, yeah. So let's get black. A recently released video from Al Jazeera shows an Israeli diplomat and an aide to a conservative member of the UK parliament discussing plans to take down British politicians. Did you hear that? Discussing plans to take down British politicians. And this is Germany 51 years ago, the blossoming of Adolf Hitler's springtime. A key factor in the vitality of today's Israel, the book's author argues, was an agreement reached in 1933 between a group of Zionists and the man who would later try to kill every living Jew. The great irony is that Adolf Hitler became the chief economic sponsor of the state of Israel. It would be an argument against, and a wrong argument, against Zionists. Dr. Stephen S. Wise, rabbi of the Free Synagogue and the national leader of liberal thought, speaks in behalf of the Jews of the United States. This is not a Jewish meeting. This is the conscience of America making itself of Nazi Germany made itself felt five days later. Across the Reich, Hitler's troops shut down Jewish-owned businesses for 24 hours. Within days, American Jews marched calling for the boycott of all German exports. Jews throughout Europe echoed that call. So did Jews everywhere. But a group of Zionists at the same time was quietly negotiating an agreement with the Nazis to allow the immigration of German Jews and the transfer of their assets to Palestine. 
That deal, reported in August 1933, was the transfer agreement. Palestine, sparsely settled by Jews at the time, was radically changed as a result. I lived in Palestine from 1933 to 1936, and uh, we saw um, every week transports of German Jews coming to settle in Palestine. And many new professions were introduced by them into the country, and they um, played a leading role in making Palestine then a more advanced and progressive country. Israel is really what it is because of the foundation laid by the Eastern European group and then the lift toward an educated and well-organized government that, that came with the immigration of the German-Jewish group. German-Jewish settlement of Palestine was, for a time, official Nazi policy. These photos of Jewish life in Palestine, along with a lengthy text, appeared in 1934 in the Berlin paper Der Angriff. The publisher, Hitler's propaganda minister, Josef Goebbels. A Nazi visits Palestine was the title of the multi-part series. A medal was struck by Goebbels in commemoration. On one side, the swastika. On the other, the Star of David. Hitler demanded one concession for the transfer agreement, that the call for a boycott of the Reich, raised by Jews here and elsewhere, be rejected by the Zionists. The Zionists made that concession. And so, while Nazis were marching in Germany, and while Jews were marching here, diplomacy was running a more important story. In the Mediterranean, where the dream of a nation-state for Jewish people came a step closer to reality. The story in this book some will find hard to accept. Innocent Jewish people were killed so that the Zionists could achieve their goal of having their own country called Israel. I wouldn't say innocent. Link to a the Jews have the, the Jews have never been innocent. They, these motherfuckers have been kicked out of over a hundred fucking countries, historically speaking. You don't get kicked out of a hundred countries. And some of the times they were kicked out, they were kicked out by people who were down with eating children, down with, you know, massacring black people, down with atrocities. Some of the, a lot of these countries had leaders that were down with atrocities. And even these sickos were like, nah, these motherfuckers, these so-called Jews. They are too sick for me. Motherfuckers got kicked out of goddamn Italy. How are you sicker than Mussolini? Nigga massacred over 36,000 fucking Ethiopians and had their head, all with their heads cut off to bring them back for, you know, whatever purpose. But let's, let's continue. Hitler was, in fact, a, um, uh, w was trying to get rid of the Rothschilds from Germany. Um, which I think is a complete and utter load of baloney, not only because Hitler was a Rothschild, the uh, the son of Alois Hitler, who was himself the illegitimate child of Maria Anna Schickelgruber, who happened to be a servant girl who got pregnant whilst working at the, the mansion of Baron Rothschild. Oh, an illegitimate son of a servant girl of Baron Rothschild, and uh, his son ends up becoming uh, Hitler. Yeah, funny how that works, isn't it? Uh, Hitler and the Nazis were 100% completely and utterly set up and, and, and made it into what they were by the, the international banking community and the international 
uh, crony capitalists, um, including those in America. Uh, 100% documentable and on the record. You can look at all of the various connections, um, and, and they're they're deep and multiplicitous. So I'll include some links into some of what I'm about to just go over in passing here because there is extremely important, and uh, and I think I'll have to put this together into a more coherent uh, presentation. At some Me too, man. Me too. The 9-11 shit too. Gotta put that bitch into a more coherent motherfucking presentation. Let's continue point but for example you have the the so-called young plan which was enacted in 1930 it was part of the the uh the wrangling over german reparations and how are they going to pay and they're they're failing in their payments so how do we get this going so the young plan was enacted uh, it was named after the president of general electric at the time who went by the name of young it was also uh, funded into existence through with the help of jp morgan and this young plan was uh enacted jp morgan is the same nigga who helped set up the titanic who was supposed to be there that wasn't there magically that day but not so magically cuz they set it up and they, they murdered everybody who was opposed to the Federal Reserve. And then after they were murdered, six months later, they came out with the Federal Reserve. Look it up. Just as the international banking system was collapsing, um, Germany went into its Weimar hyperinflationary um, uh, struggle. Uh, so they had to give it a year off of reparation payments. It ended up never it repudiating the reparations and never going back. The Young Plan was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back during that period. So uh, General Electric and J.P. Morgan helped to set up the, the downfall of the German banking system, which it led to the rise of Hitler um, and the Nazis. And I think we, we, we know that connection. But but interestingly enough, one of the interesting aspects of that is that one of the uh, the bodies that was set up as the facilitator of the Young Plan was the Bank for International Settlements, BIS, in Basel, Switzerland, the central bank of the central bankers. And this is the body that, for example, was specifically identified by Carol Quigley in um, Tragedy and Hope as the arm, the, the, the body, the institution through which the, the, uh, the powers of international capital had a far-reaching aim, none, nothing less than the consolidation of total global control over the financial order. Or I can't remember the exact quote off the top of my head, but that famous quote about the powers of uh, international capital having a far-reaching aim, directly talking about the Bank for International, international Settlements that was enacted as a result of this young plan. Um, you can also look to... You bet your ass reptilians and greys are involved in this. Stop playing. Stop playing. Stop playing. Uh, Carol Quigley, to talk, uh, who talks about how the Milner Group specifically was looking, which was one of the uh, the agents, the, the bodies that were created through the uh, last will and testament of Cecil Rhodes back in the late part of the 19th century um, to create the, the global um, uh, secret society uh, structure. And uh, that what the Milner Group talked about how they had to get uh, Germany and Russia fighting for each other, fighting for control over Eastern Europe so they could more effectively d divide and conquer them. So they openly talked about having to set up, uh, and, and this was years and years before Hitler even arrived on the scene, they were talking about how they'd have to build up a, a tyrant and set him up to uh, to fail in Germany. And that's, uh, lo and behold, exactly what ended up happening. So throughout the 1930s, after the collapse of the banking system, the uh, Weimar hyperinflation cycle, the, the rise of the Nazis, there's this myth that the neo-Nazis put out there that, oh, Germany turned it around by turning to national socialism, and, and they cleaned up their banking, and they kicked out the Rothschilds, and, and suddenly they had a vibrant economy, which again is total bunk. Their economy was 100% supported by Wall Street and the Wall Street cronies, 
um, including uh, Standard Oil in cooperation with IG Farben, which created the synthetic oil without which the German military literally could not have functioned. Um, you have Ford, you have General Electric, you have uh, DuPont, all of those companies in there with their production facilities, with the American loans and funding flowing into them, IBM and the Haldorith machines, all of those connections, 100% firmly embedded in Germany. And then as Anthony Sutton has, uh, has talked about, and again, you have to read um, uh, Wall Street and the Rise of Hitler, for all of the deep connections that he uncovered, but including, of course, things like oh, the uh, the 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 plants and factories of these American corporations in Germany were specifically not bombed during the saturation bombing of Germany. So, uh, so you had, for example, the uh, the uh, uh, the General Electric plants. One of them completely unscathed. Uh, several of the others had minor shrapnel damage and windows blown out and the like from bombing going on around them. Or the Ford plant in Cologne, the largest Ford plant in the country, and one that the Allies specifically knew was creating machinery and, and uh, weaponry for the German Wehrmacht, um, specifically avoided by the Allied bombers. Um, so again, we know that uh, that American uh, industry and finance was helping the German war machine the entire time. Uh, there was the the connections that lasted all the way up through the nineteen. So let's let let's go back because you know 40s. people are so fucking deaf. Y'all gotta hear the bitch again. For the dream of a nation-state for Jewish people in a step closer to reality. The story in this book some will find hard to accept. I did a link to a page that was claiming that Hitler was in fact a, um, uh, was trying to get rid of the Rothschilds from Germany. Um, which I think is a complete and utter load of baloney, not only because Hitler was a Rothschild, the uh, the son of Alois Hitler, who was himself the illegitimate child of Maria Anna Schickelgruber, who happened to be a servant girl who got pregnant whilst working at the the mansion of Baron Rothschild. Oh, an illegitimate son of a servant girl of Baron Rothschild, and uh, his son ends up becoming uh, Hitler. Yeah, funny how that works, isn't it? Uh, Hitler and the Nazis were 100% completely and utterly set up and and, and made it into what they were by the, the international banking community and the international uh, crony capitalists, um, including those in America. Uh, 100% documentable and on the record. You can look at all of the various connections, um, and, and they're they're deep and multiplicitous. So I'll include some links into some of what I'm about to just go over in passing here because there is extremely important, and uh, and I think I'll have to put this together into a more coherent presentation at some point. But for example, you have the the so-called Young Plan, which was enacted in 1930. It was part of the the uh, the wrangling over German reparations and how are they going to pay and they're they're failing in their payments so how do we get this going so the Young Plan was enacted uh, it was named after the president of General Electric at the time who went by the name of Young it was also uh, funded into existence through with the help of J P Morgan and this Young Plan was uh, enacted in 1930 just as the international banking system was collapsing um, Germany went into its Weimar hyperinflationary um, uh, struggle. Uh, so they had to give it a year off of reparation payments. It ended up never it, repudiating the reparations and never going back. The Young Plan was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back during that period. So uh, General Electric and J.P. Morgan helped to set up the, the downfall of the German banking system, which it led to the rise of Hitler um, and the Nazis. And I think we, we, we know 
that connection. But but interestingly enough, one of the interesting aspects of that is that one of the uh, the bodies that was set up as the facilitator of the Young Plan was the Bank for International Settlements, BIS, in Basel, Switzerland, the central bank of the central bankers. And this is the body that, for example, was specifically identified by Carol Quigley in um, Tragedy and Hope as the arm, the, the, the body, the institution through which the, the, uh, the powers of international capital had a far-reaching aim, none, nothing less than the consolidation of total global control over the financial order. Or I can't remember the exact quote off the top of my head, but that famous quote about the powers of uh, international capital having a far-reaching aim, directly talking about the Bank for International, international Settlements that was enacted as a result of this young plan. Um, you can also look to uh, Carol Quigley, to talk, uh, who talks about how the Milner Group specifically was looking, which was one of the uh, the agents, the, the bodies that were created through the uh, last will and testament of Cecil Rhodes back in the late part of the 19th century um, to create the, the global um, uh, secret society uh, structure. And uh, that what the Milner Group talked about how they had to get uh, Germany and Russia fighting for each other, fighting for control over Eastern Europe so they could more effectively d divide and conquer them. So they openly talked about having to set up, uh, and, and this was years and years before Hitler even arrived on the scene, they were talking about how they'd have to build up a, a tyrant and set him up to, uh, to fail in Germany. And that's, uh, lo and behold, exactly what ended up happening. So throughout the 1930s the century, um, to create the, the global um, uh, secret society uh, structure. And uh, that, what the Milner Group talked about how they had to get uh, Germany and Russia fighting for each other, fighting for control over Eastern Europe so they could more effectively d divide and conquer them. So they openly talked about having to set up, uh, it, it, and, and this was years and years before Hitler even arrived on the scene, they were talking about how they'd have to build up a, a tyrant and set him up to, uh, to fail in Germany. And that's, uh, lo and behold, exactly what ended up happening. So throughout the 1930s, after the collapse of the banking system, the uh, Weimar hyperinflation cycle, the, the rise of the Nazis, there's this myth that the neo-Nazis put out there that, oh, Germany turned it around by turning to national socialism, and, and they cleaned up their banking, and they kicked out the Rothschilds, and, and suddenly they had a vibrant economy, which again is total bunk. Their economy was 100% supported by Wall Street and the Wall Street cronies, um, including uh, Standard Oil in cooperation with IG Farben, which created the synthetic oil without which the German military literally could not have functioned. Um, you have Ford, you have General Electric, you have uh, DuPont, all of those companies in there with their production facilities, with the American loans and funding flowing into them, IBM and the Haldorith machines, all of those connections 100% firmly embedded in Germany. And then as Anthony Sutton has, uh, has talked about, and again, you have to read um, uh, Wall Street and the rise of Hitler for all of the deep connections that he uncovered, but including, of course, things like, oh, the, uh, the, 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 the plants and factories of these American corporations in Germany were specifically not bombed during the saturation bombing of Germany. So, uh, so you had, for example, the, uh, the, uh, uh, the General Electric plants, one of them completely unscathed. Uh, several of the others had minor shrapnel damage and windows blown out and the like from bombing going on around them or the Ford plant in Cologne, the largest Ford plant in the country, and one that the Allies specifically knew was creating machinery and, and uh, weaponry for the German Wehrmacht, um, specifically avoided by the Allied bombers. Um, so again, we know that, uh, that American uh, industry and finance was helping the German war machine the entire time. Uh, there was the, the connections that lasted all the way up through the 1940s. We know, for example, the Bush family, Bush Herrmann, uh, the banking uh, were, were, uh, brothers were 
were helping to fund uh, Hitler through the back door, um, and, and that's been we've talked about that in previous editions of the Corbett Report. There's a very, very, very big picture that I'm attempting to at least paint the broad outlines of here that uh, Hitler was 100% supported by the banking banking oligarchy, 100% supported by the financiers and the capitalists from America, and absolutely set up to be the uh, the, the tyrannical dictator that they could fight against that would uh, that would cause well everything that world war ii caused including of course the aftermath and the creation of the united nations which was part came out of the cfr study group um, that was funded by the rockefellers i mean there's so many connections here that even beginning to uh, to say this in a general way is is so much so i'll include i don't know as many links as possible in the show notes so you can follow the the threads of the story i'm saying and as i say i'll have to put this together into a coherent presentation at some point but the idea that hitler was fighting against the rothschilds and was really against the banking oligarchy is neo-nazi propaganda completely utterly fake and uh and this should not of course be interpreted as an apologia in any way for hitler or the nazis of course it isn't um so uh, again so much to go through with this question but uh but suffice it to say uh, no, I don't think that uh, that Hitler was really against the banking oligarchy. He was a product of it. And uh, to what extent he was a, a willing dupe, a knowing dupe, wh- uh, whatever the case is, um, uh, the neo-Nazi propaganda about this is totally off base. Hitler was meant to create an atmosphere of intense anti-Semitism. Some have even claimed Hitler himself was a Jew and had no issues with Jewish people earlier on in his life. and African roots, DNA tests have shown. Ava Braun was Jewish. Lived in a house that belonged to a Jewish landlord for a decade. Theodore Herzl, one of the fathers of modern political Zionism. He believed that anti-Semitism should be used to further the goals of Zionism. Bro, that's all I posted about on my last Instagram account, underscore Midian Cartel. The link between what the fuck I just said. The link between anti-Semitism and Zionism. That's all I posted about. Even when I post random, sometimes partly sexual pictures, it's to grab people's attention to the caption. Hashtag Zionist in control. Hashtag Satanist in control. That's all the shit I post about, bro. Check me out, man. Eighteen I'm gonna quote this son of a bitch. It is essential that the sufferings of Jews become worse. This will assist in realization of our plans. I have an excellent idea. I shall induce anti-Semites to liquidate... Induce anti-Semites to liquidate Jewish wealth. The anti-Semites will assist us thereby in that they will strengthen the persecution and oppression of Jews. The anti-Semites... Semites shall be our best friends. Sickles.
1893. העיתונאי תיאודור הרצל, יהודי מלידה אבל נאמן מסור לתרבות הגרמנית, מציע הצעה משלו לפתרון שאלת היהודים. הוא יזמין את האפיפיור בשם אחוות הגזעים להטביל לנצרות את כל יהודי אוסטריה בטקס מיוחד שייערך בכנסיית סן סטפן שבבינה. וכך הוא כותב ביומנו. בערך לפני שנתיים חפצתי לפתור את שאלת היהודים. אוקיי, okay, hold up, sorry. לכל הפחות באוסטריה. Let, להת... let, me, let me translate, because I don't even know what language this is, my nigga. Sorry, I was just in my fridge. I'm in the midst of moving, so forgive me. Everything is a little bit all over the place right now. Okay. 1893. העיתונאי תיאודור הרצל, יהודי מלידה אבל נאמן מסור לתרבות הגרמנית. לא לפתרון שאלת היהודים. הוא יזמין את האפיפיור בשם אחוות הגזעים להטביל לנצרות את כל אוסטריה בטקס מיוחד שיערך בכנסיית סן סטפן שבבינה. And thus he writes in his diary, about two years ago I sought to solve the Jewish dilemma, at least in Austria with the help of the Catholic Church. I tried at first to secure the aid of the Austrian clergy and to gain an audience with the Pope in order to tell him, aid us against anti-Semitism and I'll start a colossal movement of Jews who will freely and proudly convert. ‫הרצל Not in secret as Jews have been accustomed until now. But with glory. The fact that Jewish leaders in fulfillment of their... Oh fuck, that went a little bit too fast. The fact that Jewish leaders... ביקשתי להבטיח לעצמי בראשונה את עזרת נסיכי הכנסייה באוסטריה ולהשיג על ידיהם רעיון אצל האפיפיור כדי להגיד לו עזור לנו מפני האנטישמים ואני מחולל תנועה כבירה בין היהודים שיעברו באופן חופשי וגאה לנצרות. הרצל גם מתאר בפרטי פרטים את תוכנית ההתנצרות ההמונית המתוכננת. המרת הדת התבצע לאור היום ביום ראשון בצהריים בקתדרלת סטפן הקדוש, בתהלוכה, הגית ולצלצולי פעמונים. לא בחשאי, כפי שנהגו יהודים לעצות עד עתה, אלא בגאון. העובדה שמנהיגים יקיימו את יחדם, וילוו את העם עד ש... הרי הכנסייה 
להעניק כנות רבה למעמד. אנחנו שם. אנחנו איתן, הננו הדור האחרון הדבק באמונת אבותינו, אבל רצינו להפוך את בנינו הצעירים לנוצרים. לפני שיגיעו לגיל התבונה, שבו המרת הדת לובשת צורה של מורח חול. הרצל נולד בשנת 1860. Born in 1860, assimilated family from Budapest, Hungary. Later they moved to Vienna. Herzl, educated in the spirit of the Enlightenment and of progress, Herzl. which was prevalent in Vienna and admired the gentle, the culture of the Gentile, and longed with all his being to be a part thereof. Gentiles, I guess that's Jewish. Pretty sure it is. Shared an affliction with many of the assimilated Jews regarded the gentle, gentile and gentile culture as the epitome of human itself. Assimilation was his way to achieve that ideal. As a product of Austrian culture, Herzl tried to emphasize the fact that he was a German Austrian. Man, this shit is long as fuck. הכמרים הנוצרים הם ברום המדרגה, מפני שאינם להוטים אחרי הכסף. הנוצרים הפשוטים טובים הם מכמרי היהודים. יחס זה חושף למעשה את הפן האנטישמי בתורת הרצל. בדעה זו גלומים רעיונות אנטישמיים המציירים את היהודים כנושאי הרע, ולעומתם הגויים שיא התואר epitome of purity and perfection and the other time evil and disgusting and vile. So he wrote in an article in the Dutch Zeitung the wealthy Jews control the world. In their hands lies the fate of governments and nations. Let me screen record this shit to be honest. Hold on. טובים הם מכמרי היהודים. יחס זה חושף למעשה את הפן האנטישמי בתורת הרצל. בדעה זו גלומים רעיונות אנטישמיים המציירים את היהודים כנושאי הרע, ולעומתם הגויים שיא התואר והשלמות. כך למשל כתב במאמרו בדויצה צייטום. 
Wealthy Jews control the world. In their hands lies the fate of governments and nations. They set governments one against the other. That means they create the wars that we have. World War One, World War Two, made by Jews. Don't don't look at me, nigga. Made by Jews. Don't even look at me, nigga. And by their decree, governments make peace. And it has the picture of a Jewish person, a finger, a hand, Jewish ring, finger on the button. When the wealthy Jews play the nations and the rulers dance. One way or another, they get rich. Herzl provides support and legitimization for anti-Semitism and even encourages it. Indeed, anti-Semitism, a powerful and deep-rooted strength of mass subconscious, will not harm the Jews. I find it builds, helps build Jewish character, group edification by the masses. An education good for bringing about its assimilation. The education is achieved only through troubles. The Jews will adapt. An excellent idea enters my mind. To attract outright anti-Semites to make them destroyers of Jewish wealth. Here's a quote. I'd like you to read it out loud and tell me who could have said such a thing. Come on, let me let me just read the, let me read the translation. An excellent idea enters my mind to attract outright anti-Semites and make them destroyers of Jewish wealth. Who could have said such a thing? Hey, can I read the sentence again? A Jew. A Jew said that. I don't know, surely Hitler or someone from World War II. Same quote. I have an idea. She, she guessed Hitler. He said Hitler or someone from World War II. Hitler. An excellent idea comes to my mind to attract outright Semites and make them destroyers of Jewish wealth. Hitler. He said, Our nation's visionary said it. If I were to tell you that Herzl said it, would you believe me? Doesn't even know what to say. No. Herzl's always been remembered as a positive figure. You don't think it's an attempt to censor from things that they did? You think that? Do you think we need to teach this? I don't know, maybe. Yeah, certainly. Of course we need to. People need to know the truth. And if I told you that Herzl said this, it's from his diary. What a shame. Herzl was an anti-Semite, the guy said. Not to confuse, 30 years later, similar remarks were made by a different visionary. Mark making his entrance on history sage as a savior to the people. 1927, while in prison in Germany, 
He wrote in his book, Mein Kampf, of Jewish money causing nations to quarrel with one another and make war, while the one who profits is the Jew. As said, Herzl, who admired Gentile culture and wished with all his being to be a part thereof, sought to solve this personal dilemma as his Jewish root shock by mass conversion to Christianity. Consumed with self-hatred stemming from his being Jewish, he perceived within the problem of the solution not to be Jewish any longer and thus to solve the problem for good. I consider myself an average modern Jew and I'm not shaken by formal conversion to Christianity. I give praise for every Jewish parent that decides to convert to Christianity. They're all the same. They all worship Lucifer. I have a son and would sooner convert so that he would start being a Christian as soon as possible. And to spare him the injuries and discrimination which I suffered, and will continue to suffer because I'm a Jew. Yeah, right, man. 1894, Jewish senior officer in the French army was framed and convicted of treason. Alfred Dreyfus. An excellent idea has entered my mind. Outright Semites and make them destroyers of Jewish wealth. Who could have said such a thing? Can I read the sentence again? Doesn't even believe it. His nation's... um so-called ruler, great forefather, his George Jefferson. Excellent idea enters my mind to attract outright Semites, anti-Semites, outright anti-Semites and make them destroyers of Jewish wealth. Who could have said such a thing? Hitler. 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 He repeats the quote. Who do you think could have said such a thing? Hitler. And if I were to tell you that Herzl, our nation's visionary, said it, wouldn't believe him. He said it. If I were to tell you that Herzl said it, then I'm shocked. If I tell you that Herzl said it, would you believe me? She's going to say no. No. You don't think it's an attempt to censor? One sec, let me go back. He's always been remembered as a positive figure. You don't think it's an attempt to censor you from things they didn't want you to know? Oh, could be, you know what? Do you think we need to teach this? I don't know, maybe. Yeah, certainly. Of course we need to. People need to know the truth. And if I told you that Herzl said this, it's from his diary? Then what a shame. Herzl was an anti-Semite, he said. Not to confuse, 30 years later. Similar remarks were made by a different visionary while making his entrance on history's sage as a savior to his people. And in 1927, while in Landsberg prison in Germany, Hitler's story is kind of like Nelson Mandela. Nigga came out of prison to be a leader. That shit does not happen, especially not to black people. Make war while the one who profits is the Jew. When they dance, nations dance. I said, Herzl, who admired Gentile culture and wished with all his being to be a part thereof, sought to solve his personal dilemma and his Jewish root shock. 
consumed with self-hatred stemming from his being Jewish, he perceived within the problem and his solution not to be Jewish any longer and thus solve the problem for good. I consider myself an average modern Jew. הייתי מעדיף להתנצר היום ולא מחר כדי שתקופת החברות שלו בנצרות תתחיל מוקדם ככל האפשר וכדי לחסוך ממנו את Hidden anti-Semitism lurking in obscurity Only then did Herzl become convinced that the assimilation solution wasn't a solution and that the Christian world he so loved would not readily embrace Jews like himself. Only then did he change his tune to concoct the idea of a state for Jews. And his Zionist philosophy which he set down in Old New Land. Then too, however, the motive for Herzl's Zionism did not stem from love and concern for the Jews, rather from the discomfort they caused to enlightened Jewish Gentiles like himself. Of course, I must make sure to get rid of certain negative Jewish traits, such as the Yiddish language, commandments and customs, and most importantly, Jewish parasitism. So what happened to Hitler? Did he commit suicides as publicized by the mainstream media? Some people have claimed to see Hitler in Argentina where he, it's believed he spent his last days. He did. Berlin, April 30th, 1945. Russian soldiers entered the most secured bunker in Germany and found the bodies of German soldiers and SS officers. Another two bodies were discovered, charred, beyond recognition. These were the supposed bodies of Adolf Hitler and Eva Braun. A few months later, new testimonials emerged from people who admit to seeing Hitler a thousand kilometers away from Europe, in South America, Argentina. There you go. Was Hitler's suicide faked? Body double. Perhaps Hitler newspaper articles. He had a pact Maybe with them, a treaty. Adolf Hitler lived a very quiet life in South America until his death. Nazi envoy says Hitler alive. Nazi envoy. Newspaper saying he's alive. May 1945. The end of World War II. The end of the Third Reich. Europe is free again. The Allies publish an official declaration that they found the bodies of Adolf Hitler and Eva Braun. Patrick Burnside, researcher and author of the book, Hitler Escapes, has posed many questions about the investigation of Hitler's death. 
He said in any kind of police situation where there's a suicide or a death, they investigated the minimum of what they are required to compare to all other cases and different nations in the world and police forces all over the world. They didn't open an official file. They took a very young officer called Trevor Roper who just a few months prior was a, just a history graduate to start investigating in an amateur way how Hitler died. One of, on the other hand, and everyone said that Hitler was not dead and ran away. The French, the Russians, every nation in different ways had some, a different version about him. Told you, they were all in on it. Between Stalin and American Secretary of State James Burns a few weeks later after the war ended, Stalin said, almost certainly, Hitler escaped to Argentina. In the meantime, President Roosevelt formed a unit of the FBI to investigate Hitler's whereabouts. Catalina Gamero was one of the workers in the Hotel Eden who worked for the Eichhorn since she was an adolescent. She told us that she served for three days a very special guest of the Eichhorn couple, Adolf Hitler. This was during 1947. That it was Hitler there, yes, he was there for three days. Because all the drivers know about this specific person. We, but, but we had to shut up or we would have lost our jobs. I tried to talk to one of the chauffeurs. I said, listen, Lewis, is this true? And he cut me off and said, don't say a word. I don't think this, I don't think this old lady's lying. She's looking to the right side of her. Nah, man. But we had to shut up or we would have lost our jobs. I tried to talk to one of the, listen, Lewis said, is this true? Don't say a word. He replied, don't say a word. Wow. All around the place, there were pictures of him, but I saw him without the mustache. Additional to Gamero's testimony, there is the testimonial of Hernan Ansin, who is a carpenter of Antipa Velic, a Nazi leader in Croatia, who lived in Mala Plata, Argentina, during the 1950s. Hitler, it was around the end of 1953, he came to the building of Pavlic. He came to the building of Pavlic. End of 53. Came with three bodyguards and his wife. The bodyguards were practically carrying Hitler because he had problems walking. He was looking the same, short hair, white, cut in a military style, without a mustache. So they invite me to take a seat. Pavlich's wife gave me coffee. They drink a coffee with another cold drink. And at this point, Pavlich said to Hitler, this is the carpenter who was making all the works in the building. Movement of recognition kind of hello. I was near him. I drank coffee with Hitler. I am sure it was him. Coffee with... Ah, man, get the fuck out of here. Because they know if I drink coffee with Hitler, you bet your ass I'm going to know it's you, motherfucker. Mask, mask on or off. Mustache on or off. Vision or no vision. Okay. Okay, the truth will get you in trouble. So, 
that keep that in mind keep that let that lead you to further research so what do i mean when i'm talking about i'm gonna clarify certain things when this nigga speaks period the cabal one of the names that many people are familiar with would be the Bilderbergers, the Trilateral Commission, the Council on Foreign Relations, the New World Order, the Illuminati. What are we really talking about here? Ultimately, we are talking about organized crime. We are talking about crime syndicates that work on a quasi-governmental level because they do not take any of their high-ranking people and actually run them for office. The people who run for office are never more than middle level within these corporations. We have multiple insiders, whistleblowers, some of whom I've spoken to directly, who have witnessed American presidents acting like simpering little wimps in front of these higher ranking cabal members because they are terrified of them. This cabal has at its core, believe it or not, a Luciferian belief system. You say to yourself, who in the world would possibly want to construct a religion around Lucifer? Well, it's very clever. It works like this. You have ancient mystery school teachings, and the ancient mystery school teachings date back to the legendary civilization of Atlantis, which is real. We now know, for example, these ruins in Turkey, Gobekli Tepe, are at least 13,000 years old because we've carbon dated the dirt that these stone circles were dug out of, and we know they've been buried for 13,000 years. We can no longer deny that, in fact, there are ancient stone monuments that predate any civilizations that we normally know of here on Earth. And the problem is that whoever built these pyramids had the whole civilization, the technology to build it, right out of the box. We don't see a gradual progression where we're looking for shards of pottery, and we're trying to find how we can retrace the footsteps of a civilization that takes the necessary thousands of years to build up to the point where it could do highly technological acts. No one has been able to build pyramid-like structures with those large blocks of stone with today's technology. The largest cranes in the world can't lift them. The Japanese tried to do it at one-fifth scale and they completely failed. They could not build a Great Pyramid replica at only one-fifth the size. So somebody had advanced technology. The implication is that we this did. technology was not local to Earth, but that this was a refugee group or multiple refugee nope. groups it was us. who actually came to Earth, perhaps on the run from a cosmic battle of some kind. The grace and, in fact, and reptiles the came to dominate. secret story of Lucifer, Lucifer the fallen angel. And in fact, there is a secret book that was withheld from the Bible called the Book of Enoch. And in the Book of Enoch, what you hear about is a race of cannibalistic giants who crash landed on earth and are called the fallen angels and they are in fact eating people here on earth but they're twice our size they were ordered not to reproduce with the women of earth but they did anyway and what ends up happening is that the women give birth to this new race that they call nephilim and this is mirrored in the book of Genesis, but the book of Enoch has a lot more in there. And we now know that this is a genuine, authenticated ancient text, because independent copies that say the same thing and have been backdated have been found in Ethiopia and other places, such as by the Scottish historian Sir Robert Bruce, going way back to the 1700s. So this book explains that a group of people came here from somewhere else with advanced technology, no and that they did in fact set up
What he's really talking about is the same shit General said he'd be talking about. Y'all be always, white people are always trying to mystify shit when there ain't no fucking mystery. When it's, why would aliens come and, 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 and paint only black people in the pyramids that, does that make sense? You're going to go to a planet to take over because they came to take over. They're mocking you today. They came to take over. And they came to take over to to let you be yourself. No, man. There ain't no mystery in this. Our DNA is in the African DNA is in the every fucking pharaoh. Every pharaoh was African, not alien. What the fuck? It's confirmed every pharaoh is African. The shit they built was African. The kings list, which is a list of 72 fucking kings dated for 2,000 years. A motherfucking... Um, there's a, there was a king's list before that. That's just the only one that we found throughout all the rubble when these savages were fucking beating down our door. You know, invading and destroying Egypt. And so, of course, we could only find one fucking king's list. But that one king's list is 2,000 years worth of history of just African kings. There is no alien and no mystifying shit. The aliens came to motherfucking... The Yakub motherfuckers made the artificial race. Yeah. But... There isn't a lot to mystify about that. It's just that simple. There is not a lot to mystify. Everything in Africa was made by Africans. It's our shit. Everything in your house is your shit. Fuck are you talking about? That's why your ma said, oh, don't let these people with guns in my house. Because you're going to be responsible for what's in your house. Except it's not just a responsibility. We really built these things. The, 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 this is really our shit. Our ancestors, well, yeah, our shit, because our ancestors made it for us. So let's continue. Control systems here on Earth. The Book of Enoch is like a predecessor to shit. Genesis, which also has Noah's Ark and the Flood. In fact, Enoch is Noah's grandfather. So what appears to have happened is that this great flood was authorized. The Atlantean flood wiped out the civilization of Atlantis because Atlantis was a colony. It was not native people that had originated here on Earth. Colony of Africans. Because Atlantis is a place in Africa. When they said they found Atlantis, I don't know why this nigga's referring to European catacombs when there's literally recent articles that declared Atlantis and the Garden of Eden, all these magical, mystical places are just places in Africa. I'm going to put that in my podcast when we do the pop comprehensive breakdown. But period, look at the fuck up. It was a vast civilization that had transplanted itself here. And when they came here, they brought with themselves all of their books, all of their ancient texts that go back 500,000 years. Because we are millions of years old. Millions. We are as old as the sun. Do you say the sun is 6 million years old? Out of 10 million. It has a 10 million life year lifespan. That's how old we are. That's how old we are. Okay? Ten. Well, we're not at the 10 million mark yet, but... They say, science says the sun is at 6 million years. The earth is 14 billion years. The sun sits at 6 million. Look it up full record of their civilization. Now that, those texts were stored in the Library of Alexandria in Egypt because some of these people did survive the flood. And then the Romans... was no goddamn flood. 
sacked and burned the Library of Alexandria, but before they burned it, they took out all the good stuff and they relocated it to the Vatican Library. Took out what they couldn't understand until other ETs came to clarify them information. You know when you got something you want to show somebody, you're like, oh, what's this? Just like that. So I have insiders who have actually sat down with me and described to me going into the Vatican Library and reading books that were made by extraterrestrial civilizations before they ever came here. These books include highly technical diagrams of interstellar spacecraft and gigantic motherships. And these books are very, very ancient. Some of them have mylar type of pages, very glossy. Some of them are actually holographic. You open them up and this, this image just comes up and it can show you, it, it interact with your consciousness, tells you what you want to hear. Anything you want to know, it'll just show it to you. So you have to understand now that the repository of these documents is in the Vatican. All stolen from ancient Egypt. All stolen from Egypt, from us. Therefore, there are people who are on a need-to-know basis who actually have access to that knowledge. They understand that they are the descendants of an extraterrestrial race that came here that had elongated skulls. And you look at the images of the Egyptian pharaohs, like Akhenaten, like Nefertiti, like their daughter Meritaten. No, 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 nigga, you're not going to mystify shit again. Let me clarify it, family, because you know the white man always trying to mystify shit. The elongated heads has long been a part of African culture. Look it the fuck up. Long been a part of African culture. Remember I told you about the CIA mind control programming. Do not let white people tell you about your culture. A fucking bird doesn't teach a fish how to swim, okay? You don't see sharks telling seagulls, okay, this is how you fly. You flap one wing, you flap this one, you go counter fucking, counter motherfucking clockwise aerial motherfucking, no. So don't let somebody who's not you tell you about you. That's not right. I know you've been taught that that's right, but that's not, that's the farthest thing from right. It's so left. You've got no idea. So left. Elongated heads has long been a part of our culture. All fucking pharaohs are African. Just because Akhenaten strayed away from our, um, you know, from his, our ancestors, our further ancestors' culture, you know, our forefathers, you know, uh, you know, he streamed away from, I don't want to say mainstream, but he streamed away from what would be the norm in African culture back then. Doesn't that just because he did that doesn't make him a fucking alien? God damn it! He still kept a lot of. He just brought over a bunch of principles and things like that and created it into a new philosophy as opposed to teaching whatever else. What you know, all the philosophies that were currently being passed on because it was just shit that was been passed on for hundreds of thousands, if not millions of years. It's hundreds of thousands of years to develop just the sciences, just the sciences for the pyramids, just the sciences. Just the sciences, just the sciences, hundreds of thousands, just the sciences. Highly elongated skull. We have scientists like Brian Forster who are in Peru and they're actually, Brian Forster is actually finding new examples of these skulls with elongated craniums. And whereas the normal human skull has two fissures, these only have one. They have all kinds of anomalous features, including we have these nerve plexes that come out of our jaw here whereas they have it at the back of their head. These do not appear to be anything having to do with head binding. So the point is, 
elongated skulls show up all over the world. They have been found in Boskop, South Africa. They have been found in Siberia. There are graves of royalty in France that have been dug up in which they have elongated skulls. Elongated skulls have been found in North America and South America. They are literally worldwide. And so what we're really dealing we with, and I write about this in my new book, The Ascension Mysteries, the whole second half of the book, 250 pages, is a comprehensive diagram of the 500,000 year history of these people, where they started, how they got here, how they turned into the cabal. So it literally does appear, as strange as this must sound. These aliens haven't been here for more than 6,000 years. But I'm going I'm to let him continue. Don't be fooled. That there are people with extraterrestrial physiology, elongated skulls. Some of them have lost the elongated skulls. Others still have them. And if they still have them, they wear these miter hats that you see in the Vatican. You never take those hats off. So you couldn't tell if somebody had an elongated skull under that hat. It does sound really bizarre, but just imagine now that you tell a group of people secretly that they are the descendants of an extraterrestrial race that were the gods, that had many tens of IQ points higher in intelligence than everyone else on Earth, that spread themselves out across the world, that became the prevailing ruling caste everywhere. They had advanced technology when they first got here that allowed them to circumnavigate the globe, to build pyramids, to build... Notice how he's taking our culture and attributing it to aliens, all of it. We gotta talk about things like this, family. Because we circumnavigated the globe 500 years before and in Columbus. And we've been doing it for time. Because the pyramids, you gotta understand something. The stones, some of the stones in the pyramids, the, the hundreds of thousands of pounds came from southern uh, southern Africa. And it was transported down the Nile. You can't transport hundreds of thousands of pounds on the, the bullshit boats that they show you in museums. The bullshit fake shit that they show you on TV. You need advanced, highly advanced boats and shit like that. And that was our people. It was built, the fucking pyramids, what's under them isn't nobody with elongated heads. When you go into the pyramids, the pharaohs that were buried there were so black, they had to they destroy them or send them off to fucking England to be hidden. And they found Buddhist fucking statues. Buddhist statues of the real Buddha, the first Buddha. And because it's so fucking black, in the video, they start covering it back up. Destroying it. The nigga you start to take, takes out his shovel, starts fucking destroying it, bro. You can see the anger in his face. So-called Muslims. So-called Muslims. You silly motherfuckers. All religions worship Satan in disguise. All religions are pedophilic. 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 But, um, yeah, so the, the, our megalithic structures were always built, majority of the time were built in honor of our women. No alien is gonna fucking honor a woman on another planet that they don't even fuck with. Because they still don't fuck with us. What the fuck? That's why it's so goddamn hush-hush and all this bullshit. It's only coming out now because 2020 is full fucking... Um, what's the word? What's the word? Um, what's that word? Jesus. The 
full discretion? No. Oh my god, what's the word? Disclosure. Full fucking disclosure. Okay? Again and again. The Elohim have caused mass catastrophes to happen. Sodom and Gomorrah being another example. Fire and brimstone coming out of the sky. These things are not mythological. We know that the Earth has periodic catastrophes. Some of these catastrophes apparently have been authorized in order to dramatically reduce the ability of these people to control our planet. But there is a remnant that is still here. They are very advanced, and they have an internal cohesiveness that tells... They're advanced, but they're not that advanced. Because if you were advanced, you wouldn't need to have a fucking treaty. You wouldn't need an alliance with human beings. You semi-advanced bitch. If you were, if you were advanced, what... This th nigga, if you're an man, get the fuck out of my face, bro. If you're advanced, why the fuck do you need an alliance? Why can't you do shit by yourself? I thought so. Big and mighty, big and this that propaganda. Any of the U.S. armies, big and mighty, we're gonna come and shut you down and do all this shit. You're all pedophiles. You're all pedophiles. You're all sick as fuck, and I will slap any of you outside your bitch ass. I'm gonna take ten of me, twenty, twenty-five motherfuckers before I go anywhere. And that's on God because. At that point, the Spirit of God will be flowing through me, and I'm not responsible for what the fuck happens. The Spirit of God, motherfucker. And that they are the chosen, they are the elect, they are the given special people. But they're using our story and telling it to the artificial race in their minds, in their, to incubate them with this from when they're younger, so that when they grow older, you know, you know, you know. What happens when you have a religious group that is taking iconography from various cultures, including the Egyptian trinity of Isis, Osiris, and Horus, taking Celtic mythology, taking Asian mythology, taking Hindu mythology, putting all this together to try to distill the best out of it? And then along comes Christianity. And this teacher, Jesus, comes along and says that this has to stop. He's overturning the tables of the money changers. He's essentially... We need to get the rest of that video, family. We need to get the rest of that video. We come in black. We come in black. So real quick, just so we're on the same page, since black men get attacked globally, it's as if we need to start making out wills as soon as we come out of the womb. So just a few things you should know. So real quick, if you ever see a meme on any one of my pages where it appears as though I'm apologizing for a truth that I spoke, that means that my page has been hacked and you should take the necessary precautions because I didn't put that up because you should know I'm not apologizing. That's one. Two, if they ever come out and state that I am dead, understand that it was not suicide if they tried to follow it up with I committed suicide because self-preservation is the first law of nature and I love you, Rima Karama, enough where I'm not going to take my own life. And finally, <laughs> number three, if there should ever come a time where any video is posted on any one of my pages where I am saying that I'm in support of a particular Democratic or Republican nominee, you should know that at that point that I'm either dead or being held captive in a deep underground military base and that the person that you were seeing in that video is actually a clone of me, which means that you should immediately disengage, shut down that page and move on. Yeah. 
<laughs> for a little more. That's the message, family. This applies to me too. Information on cloning, you might just want to watch the movie Boys of Brazil. Boys of Brazil. Former presidents and their wives executed. Former presidents and their wives executed. I posted on Twitter that George H.W. Bush and George W. Bush were the ones who orchestrated the 9-11 attacks. I couldn't give any details as there just isn't enough room and I would get suspended over it. So here are some of the details. George Sr. had his hand in the CIA and had them plant the demolition explosives. It is also apparent that the video of the jets hitting the tower was done in CGI. No jets hit the tower. Explosives were also planted in Building 7 and was a controlled demolition. A CIA agent on his deathbed made a deathbed confession that he helped plant explosives in the tower. A jet did not crash into the Pentagon. A security camera caught a missile hitting it. George Sr. was arrested and interrogated. He made a deal that he get a first-class funeral, which he got in exchange for a complete video confession, a written confession and implicating his son and many more. He admitted to devil worship and soul scalping. Look it up. He also admitted to orchestrating the assassination of JFK and exactly how and why he did it. Lee Harvey Oswald was a CIA patsy. Jack Ruby was diagnosed with cancer and had only a couple of months to live. He was designated to be Oswald's killer to make sure he didn't talk. He admitted that his wife, Barbara Bush, was a very high witch in the satanic cult that sacrificed children. They were heavily involved in witchcraft and satanic worship. He didn't want to live anymore and wanted a lethal injection, which he got. Barbara Bush, Alistair Crowley's daughter. Makes sense. During his funeral, Bush Jr. got a note and passed it to Laura. She showed it to Jeb and he just about had a heart attack. Senior was still alive and not in the casket. Everyone speculated that it was an indictment that was in the envelopes. But I knew it wasn't because the envelope was too small for that. Mm. Later it leaked out that it was a note from Senior saying, they know everything. I'm sorry. George Bush Jr. left early because he was arrested. He walked out with the men who quietly arrested him with no handcuffs so they would not attract attention. Right. He too made a full video and written confession also implicating many others who were involved. He also made a plea deal. He was released for a time in order to help Trump. A clone was made for him. He was returned to Gitmo and was executed. That clone is really messing up badly. Almost as badly as clone Biden. Yeah. At present there have been four former presidents executed and three vice presidents. Executed are 41st President George H.W. Bush. 42nd President Bill Clinton along with his wife Hillary, 43rd President George W. Bush along with his wife Laura, and least of all, 44th President Barack Obama along with his gay lover Michael, our first gay Muslim president who was married to a gay trendy Michael LaVon Robinson. Yep. All four were executed with their wives with that. the exception of George H.W. Bush because Barbara Bush died in April 2018. I was wondering if she had been arrested and started the whole ball rolling, then executed, but I could not confirm that. The three vice presidents who have been executed are Joe Biden, Mike Pence, and Dick Cheney. Incidentally, Hunter Biden was also arrested and executed. What? You say? You say you just saw them on TV? Well, what you saw was either their clone or a video done with CGI, because none of them are alive. We can do just about anything with CGI. Michelle read books to children on PBS. It was all done with CGI. They all have made video confessions. It was done in analog video, which is virtually impossible to change or manipulate. There have been many, many arrests. My confidential source is silent this week. Probably because of the 4th of July event, so there will be no update this week. 
from Real Chief at Real Chief Police on Twitter. Everyone is asking when we're going to get to see the video confessions of the arrested and executed, especially George H.W. Bush and George W. Bush. The video confessions will start to be released in January 2021. Wow. Real Chief at Real Chief Police on Twitter. Let's hear that again. Everyone is asking when we're going to get to see the video confessions of the arrested and executed, especially George H.W. Bush and George W. Bush. The video confessions will start to be released in January 2021. Something looks up with those. Something looks off with those niggas, man. Let's hear it though. This, so, Black this Family, connects. can we please stop it with the these? This connects. It's all connected. Because these billionaires so are smart. They didn't become billionaires because they're stupid rhetoric. For instance, DARPA, which is an agency of the Department of Defense, terminated their life law program almost simultaneously when they terminated that almost the next day mark fuckerberg and facebook started what's significant about this is that the department of defense was trying to figure out ways to extract information from the american people then they realized american people ain't going to give up their information like that that's when they said social media where american people will freely give up the information and you don't even have to ask them so to say that Mark Fuckerberg is a billionaire because he's smart, stop it. Look it up. Next case in point. How many of you all have been a thief or stolen something in your life? You didn't become a billionaire. In most cases, you probably got a jail term behind it. That's not the case with Bill Gates. That devil's a straight thief. He stole the information to start Microsoft, got it patented, and then put lawyers around him to protect him. Look it up. Now keep in mind, this is the same devil that wants to vaccinate every human being on planet Earth, but he can't even find a vaccine to stop the viruses in his own computer system. Look it up. Final case in point, lately there's been talk of Kanye saying he didn't make all that money because he's stupid. So let us stop being stupid and let's think for a minute. If you have the top corporate run CIA infiltrated media in the world pushing you, you had the top distribution labels in the world pushing your music, and you had the top radio stations in the world playing your songs thousands of times per day, how the fuck could you lose? Every hood around this country got at least five Kanye's in it. They just ain't got the devil to push their shit like he got them to push his. And if he's so smart, how come he couldn't stop these white folks from committing him to an insane... Wow, it just paused right there. This shit just pausing on purpose, family. The devil. The negativity. Insane asylum so he could be MK Ultra. Look it up. Every hood around this country got at least five Kanye's in it. They just ain't got the devil to push their shit like he got them to push his. And if he's so smart, how come he couldn't stop these white folks from committing him to an insane asylum so he could be MK Ultra? Look it up. That's what they're really doing in these insane asylums. It's not even that they're medicating you and all this nonsense, man. Look at this. 
they call this a job. Fine, I will put my yard trimmings in a car compactor. When you Google the what? Man, that's not right. Hold on. Pizzagate Canon people have Wayfair trending today. They falsely claim price glitches on storage boxes prove that the company is trafficking children. This took off because of a post on Reddit's conspiracy subreddit yesterday, which is a clearinghouse for anonymous paranoia, so they say. said glitch in the system in the cartoon the glitch in the system at wayfair i just want to say in a few hours when wayfair tries to say it was just a glitch in their system and that the prices were a mistake just remember this when you google the school codes this the sku the the code that you know when you're working somewhere and you you know you, the school code the inventory code you get pictures of underage kids so Put in the school codes. I'm not gonna, because I don't want the FBI on my ass. I already have an outspoken voice. They're already looking at me. They don't need to look at me any further. Um, so when you Google the school codes, you get pictures of underage kids. But what I want to say also, if you Google BH kids, um, BH kids um, also propagates pictures of underage kids. Naked kids in Victoria. Because you know how Victoria's Secret doesn't model children in their underwear. They just say children underwear. The adults model the underwear. Well, you Google BH Kids and the kids are modeling the underwear. So it's not just the school of Wayfair. The BH Kids was a scandal before the Wayfair thing came out. Because the Wayfair is recent. So I don't know. It shows there. case of classic fluoride like the nazis who came over here from project paperclip really got y'all in a twist because all the names of the cabinets correspond with names of missing people in real life i don't know i don't believe in coincidences but if i was an idiot man that that adds up Wayfair, I wouldn't be surprised. The boxes were heavy AF for no reason. We had something called ASAPs, which means we had to load them faster and all of them were effing huge. 
Hey, here's a sketchy thing I saw today and did some searches, and there's a picture of it. Coming from someone who worked at Wayfair, not every box gets thoroughly inspected. This is honestly sad. One of them had the um, pedophile symbol on it. That means little boy lover, but it was in pink. Um, so I'm not sure if it's little girl lover or little boy lover, but the, according to the FBI, it's a pedophilic symbol. And I, I trust that when the FBI arrested enough pedophiles and found a common language between each other, I trust that because there is a common language between them. It's a cult. <laughs> They deleted everything off their site in an hour or two ago. My friend took screenshots of everything she could. Seems like they are absolutely scrambling at this point. Something is wrong here. Looks like the internet busted a child sex trade front. I really hope they go down. I cannot believe my eyes that they've deleted those cabinets off the site. Wayfair confirms there is no truth to conspiracy theories about human trafficking. Now, understand the message of the, what the cartoon was saying. It was a mobster taking out um, a dead body bag, but he said yard... So he mentioned the code word to the police, and the police didn't do anything to the mobster, even though he had a body in the bag, and they, they were looking at each other. Okay? Gotta learn to listen. Gotta learn to listen, he said. Let's go back. Gotta learn to listen. Sorry, sorry, no dumping in the lake. No dumping in the lake. There's literally a body bag. Like, bruh, when a criminal is caught red-handed, it says. I will put my yard trimmings in a glitch. bag. Glitch. It says when a criminal is caught, it's a glitch. It's a mis... It's a glitch. They don't say, whoops, you caught me. She thought there was a dead body in there. I thought that too, until he said yard trimmings. Industrial and expensive. Gotta learn to listen, Lou. So we can clearly see now, now that we've you know, now that we've brought all these topics under one umbrella, that the rain is all the same flavor. The rain is it tastes the same. The rain, and under every inch of the square inch of the umbrella, the rain is the same. The water is the same. There's no, oh, there are pedophiles over here, but not over there. The cult is over here, but it's not over there. The reptiles are over here, but they're not over here. They took over over there, but they haven't taken over over here. No. Every facet of your existence has been hijacked. Hijacked and stolen by a foreign entity. Not only the artificial race. They're in cahoots with other... Mo and you think that they could just subdue us the greatest people on the planet the original people god's chosen you think they could just subdue us with the with the shit that they explained of how they subdued us no man these motherfuckers pretended to be our friends first got you to let down your guard then struck just like snakes let wait until you let down your guard then they strike look it up y'all gotta look it up and i'm gonna end it on this last these last two and it makes so sense. So family, according to the state law, particularly here in Ohio.
He's going to say Ohio. I don't know why the thing keeps cutting out. It's well, identity theft is considered a felony and is punishable by one to 11 years in prison. With that said, I'm curious what attorneys out here are willing to stand up and charge every fake you on this planet with identity theft. Stolen legacy, stolen identity. Identity theft is a felony all over this country. We are the real Jews. Look it up. And we're going to end it with this is why black people have no choice but to fight for the whole planet back. One of the reasons I believe I'm here. However, you might be very surprised to find out why Haiti is the poorest country in the world. Haiti Man, I love talking about was Haiti. one of the richest places on the planet in the 70s. Iridium. <coughs> iridium. That's what they, you know, iridium and all these other rare earth metals, earth um earth resources that um you know they use for whatever for building all these crazy devices led by a slave named toussaint haiti successfully overthrew one of the most powerful armies on the planet in 1804 and declared their independence however france made a deal with them with warships at the ready saying that we will france slapped haiti um he they only got to make a deal because i think it was toussaint went to France, even though everybody was telling him not to. And once he went to France and the deal was made, they hung him. So the deal was signed into law. You know, the, the, the white man's like, oh, look, he signed this paper, rah, rah, rah. But, you know, they murdered him after that. So that's important to note. Y'all really got to look that up. That's important Recapture to Recapture you. Because he was their so-called friend. And they, they, I don't have friends. I don't see because... I've seen people who say they care about me the most treat me like like a Nazi treats a German in the history books. So I don't believe in friendship. I rarely believe in relatives or anything like that. I believe your family is something you create for yourself by yourself when you when you're when you're when you get out when you just like how you know plants grow up and then they uh, sprout in another you know they they you, it's something you create. It's not something you're born into because like you know look at young pharaoh right no family no mom dad or nothing grandma hated him kicked him out and he still was able to come together you know the the, the king has his head on his shoulders and now has created his own family to where he knows how to make you he knows how to get them get it jumping what not to do and 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 such so i don't even believe in friendships or a thing like that like a lot of people you know, around me are just spiritual vampires. You know what I'm saying? But this... Sant, Haiti successfully overthrew one of the most powerful armies on the planet in 18... We believe, you know, I guess he believed he was bamboozled. ...for and declared their independence. I won't However, be bamboozled. France but he made was a deal with them, with warships at the ready, saying that we will invade you, recapture you, and re-enslave you unless you pay for the lost property. Well, that lost property was the human lives of the Haitians themselves. So France slapped Haiti with a $21 billion bill. That's $21 billion in today's money. It took until 1947 to pay off the initial loan. It took Haiti almost 150 years to pay off that loan. And obviously you guys know about loans and financing and debt. So how did Haiti pay that money off? Especially because France forced them to give them 50% off of their products. So Haiti was accounting for 
three-fourths of the world's sugar at the time, and I think uh, a quarter or maybe one-third of the entire slave trade at the time. Son Domingue was also known as the capital of the slave trade in the West Indies, and also the worst place for a slave to end up because it was so brutal, torturous, and you could be raped and kidnapped at any point in time and sent anywhere in the world. So that debt was financed and collected by French banks, as well as an American bank that was established in 1812, which is called Citibank. That's right. Your bank has been collecting money from Haitian people to pay for their own freedom since 1812 and stopped only in 1947. Wow. With the natural resources and the people working the land that Haiti had, it should have been one of the richest countries in the world. But the transfer of wealth from Haiti to France and Haiti to French banks and Haiti to American banks to finance what is called the independence debt, which is no more than a debt for the descendants of slavery to continue to pay the countries and the people that enslaved them for their own freedom. It's well documented. It's well documented that the debt was based on slave owners losing their property. In 2004, the Haitian government demanded that France pay back the billions of dollars that it forced the Haitian people to pay Extortion. for its own freedom. So think about this. It's like France had their warships ready, just basically gangstered their way into Haiti's pockets. After Haiti beat the French military in 1804, by 1825, France had warships at the ready. Off the coast of Haiti, looking at the island like, nice island you got there. Be a real shame if something happened to it. Okay. So basically France is like, nice island you got there. Nice freedom you've gained there. Be ashamed if something happened to it. Would be a shame if someone took it. Wow. That's the most gangster, ridiculous, disgraceful shit I've ever heard in my life. Ever. In 2004, the Haitian government demanded that France pay back the billions of dollars it paid to protect its own borders. People don't and to care. to be a sovereign nation. Can you imagine? I can tell you right now, off the bat, there isn't a person in the house so that, that I live with that gives a you? shit about African history. If you had to pay somebody so that they wouldn't about enslave anything you, that I if you had to pay somebody because. Just to Your show you that I'm surrounded by ignorance. Been kidnapped and held hostage. I'm finna get free. I'm finna and break the price free. That you but had I just to, pay to show for you, free life was billions of dollars what I'm going to the people you know what I'm, who did. Just to what we go through, the real ones go through. Let's hear that again, man. Profound. I love this guy. Her great grandparents had been kidnapped. Sovereign nation. Can you imagine? That's the most gangster, ridiculous, disgraceful shit I've ever heard in my life. In 2004, the Haitian government demanded that France pay back the billions of dollars it paid to protect its own borders and to be a sovereign nation. Can you imagine if you had to pay somebody so that they wouldn't attack you? If you had to pay somebody so that they wouldn't enslave you? If you had to pay somebody because your great-grandparents had been kidnapped and held hostage and the price that you had to pay for a free life was billions of dollars to the people who did it. No. That's what we go through. I'm trying to wrap my head around what that would feel like. And I guess you have to ask a Haitian person. 
Wow, France, really, really? And after the Haitian government demanded that France pay back the billions of dollars that it unfairly had to pay to France to keep their sovereignty, to keep their freedom, to keep their lives. 11 years later in 2015, France said, fuck you. Really, France? Remember I told you, you can't wow. ask nobody for That's your not age well. Freedom is not something you can beg for or ask for for somebody. You can't ask your mom to make you free because she's going to, or dad, they're going to want you to depend on them your whole life. The school wants you to depend on them. All these structures, all these things, all these structures want you depend on your dependence. All these things depend on your dependence. So you can't, no matter how big, no matter how much you grease their hands, that's what they said. They said F you, bruh. It unfairly Listen. had to pay to France to keep their sovereignty, to keep their freedom, to keep care. their lives. 11 years later in 2015, France said, fuck you. Really, France? Yeah. Wow. That's not going to age well. So if you've ever wondered why Haiti's so poor... Ask France. This is the most egregious and famous independence debt that the Caribbean has had to pay to its former enslavers. But it's not the only one. Just imagine where this world would be if black people didn't have to pay back the children of the enslavers. Now, I really want you to think about that for a second. Where would this world be if the descendants of slaves didn't have to pay back the descendants of the slave owners. The descendants of slaves. And white people are talking about had oh, to pay back. White people are talking about oh, you know, it was it wasn't me, it was my ancestors. Blah blah blah. But you literally benefit. You reap the fruits of their labor. Like it's so crazy how you can. Man, it just shows you how deranged these people are, how deranged the artificial race is. Like, their mental thought process is not on anything like ours. The, like, they really think that this stuff is okay. Hold on, give me a second. Oh, damn, did, I, did it not record? Screen record? Oh, man, didn't screen record. Jesus Christ. Um, let me see. Did he post it on YouTube at least? Let me see. I want to see the live stream, bro. The end of the vampire's world. Oh man. No, okay. That's fine. Let's 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 continue hearing about this. The descendants of slaves didn't have to pay back the descendants of the slave owners. The descendants of slaves had to pay back a debt to the people who enslaved them and their children and their children and their descendants. Where would we be if that ridiculous shit never happened? Where would Haiti be right now if France gave them back the $21 billion that they gave them for their lives and their freedom. People refer to reparations as if it's not owed. 
as if it's a controversial stance. However, nobody said shit when Haiti had to pay $21 billion just to keep their lives. So somehow it's controversial that the descendants of the people who were held hostage and kidnapped want to be paid for their troubles, want to be paid for the injustices done to their ancestors and how those injustices play out and manifest in our lives today. There needs to be repair of that. However, that's a controversial issue, but it's not a controversial issue for some reason that the Haitian people and several other islands in the Caribbean had to pay back the slave owners and the slave owners' descendants for loss of property. Is it starting to sink in? I don't know what the answer is, but if you're French, I highly recommend that you reach out to your government and tell them to give Haiti their money back. It's fucking disgraceful. That's right. And that's how they, that's how they, that's how they, uh, what's it called? That's how they, uh, that's how they, they, they throw it down. That, that, this is, that's how they throw it down. But the thing that's so gross is that the FBI is complicit. You're the only one who cares about how it all began. That's what's so that's, important. Wow, she was in DARPA. So that, that's where it is. I mean, that's where the real story is. I mean, that's how you find out how extensive yes. it is. One key aspect of Epstein's sex trafficking blackmail operation warrants examination is Taos, there's Israeli intelligence, his ties to the informal pro-Israeli philanthropist group known as the Mega Group. And, That's and the story. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and it's all out of Israel. I'm going to tell you what Ghislaine told me about her dad. Because, oh, see, I knew yeah. her right after he died. Like, I think he's only died, like, two years before. He died in 91. She was constantly grieving for him, right? She was constantly still in grief. And... Epstein, okay, so she would tell the story that her dad had Epstein protecting her. And I'm like, wait, what? This is weird. So she would say that Epstein was um, kind of assigned to her to take care of her because her dad, like right before her dad passed away. Take me back to this 1980s because Ari Benmanashi says that's when Ghislaine was smitten by Jeffrey Epstein and Robert Maxwell brings her in, uh, brings her in and then him in, Jeffrey Epstein in, to introduce him to Ari Benmanashi and says, we want this guy to work for us doing Iran-Contra. Can you confirm any of those details? I can help you understand the timeline and who participated with Jeffrey Epstein and how he became a spy, and what he did when he became a spy. I can help That's you crazy. in all those areas. Because I was there. You were there? I did. And, 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 and that's all the time we have for today, folks. Join me on another episode of Dealing With Reality. Next episode's gonna be Fire Fuego. <laughs>